This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Well, welcome to the very first Richard Blackaby Leadership Podcast. Happy New Year! Of 2021. <laughs> You've made it. 2020 is behind us. Hallelujah. And, and, and hopefully all of the uh, uh, uncertainty and, and pain that 2020 brought uh, can be closed. That chapter can be yeah. closed. And uh, and a new year lays, yeah. stretches out before us here. And uh, we, we I think we've done this every year since we started the podcast. But it, there's just something, uh, I know you are a big fan of of new things mm-hmm. and uh, and especially new years because you you get to you have a whole new year that you haven't spoiled yet yeah. <laughs> and uh, you get to you to may start. still have kept your diet up to this time <laughs> you of this may podcast have. but you may, hopefully you have and uh, it's it's a time for new beginnings and so with that in mind uh, we want to start the year off looking at uh, new things yeah and of course as you said uh, really New Year's is simply a day on a calendar it's, yeah. Uh, every, any day of your life, you can wake up one day and decide to, to do something new. You don't have to wait to New Year. But uh, but there is something about a reset that happens every January 1st that, yeah. to me, I, I don't want to overplay a day on the calendar, but I do want to grasp the opportunity to say, but any chance I have to make a healthy decision in my life, my organization, why would I not take that opportunity? Yeah. My, uh, is I've talked about my mother a number of times, but, uh, she makes me think a lot about God in different ways. When I was, <laughs> when I was younger in trouble, she made me think heavenward a couple of times. I thought oh, I was going, sure. she was sending me there, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I, my mother now struggles with technology. And as you know, Sam, you've been called in to help, uh, but uh, with her phone, she'll say, I'll get a call. And she'll say, well, Richard, I, my phone's not working. And I, people tell me they're calling me and they, it, doesn't, they, they don't, it doesn't ring. And there's this, there's that. And, uh, and so the first thing I always tell her is, okay, mom, have you turned off your phone recently? Just turned it right off and turned it back on. Because that, usually with my mother, that things get so clogged up and so many apps running and so on that she just needs to just shut everything down and and basically reset. And that so far has about 95% of the time has fixed her problem. And so yeah. uh, when she calls in a tither about that, nothing's working, I, I'll say, well, okay, mom, have you have you turned it off? Oh, yeah, that's right. You always tell me to do that. Yeah, so do that now. I'm, I'm hanging up <laughs> so you can turn your phone off. And then I'll get a call. It seems to be working now. Uh, and I mean, it's a simple little technological thing, uh, but it's just amazing to me sometimes how shutting certain things off, turn, turning and, and, and resetting um, has, has a, some, a real powerful effect. And yeah. so whether it's a new phone, uh, and, and I don't know what it is about just new things anyway, but like, you know, I, I've, I've had iPhones for a while now. Uh, I've had several of the numbers over the years. Uh, and you get a new iPhone. I don't know what's, I mean, of course, Apple has made billions of dollars making it a really exciting thing to get a new phone. Yeah. But, uh, and a lot of times, a lot of the apps are the same. A lot of the software is the same. It's just, it looks nicer. It might be a little sleeker. The, the camera quality might be just a little bit better. 
but there's just something about new things. Uh, and it, it's not entirely new. It's not like it's completely different. A lot of the yeah. stuff is the same. It's like getting a new car. You know, It's got a steering wheel. It's got brakes. A lot of things are the same. Boy, the smell of a new car. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, yeah. just everything is not a scratch. It's uh, now the old car could probably still get you where you need to go, but uh, but boy, there's something about uh, this the new smell, the new look, the new sound, just the way cars come along, and you don't have all the rattles of your last car. <laughs> and uh, there's something about it being new and fresh, um, that is very seductive sometimes. And, uh, so, uh, my thought was, what would it look like to have a new version of you? Uh, mm-hmm. the 2021 version of Sam camp, uh, it, does it smell better? Does it look better? Uh, is it sleeker? Is it, is it, uh, <laughs> Uh, is it bigger? Uh, Stronger, uh, <laughs> more intelligent. Yeah. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, uh, and, you know, I want to overplay that, but to say, uh, think for a moment what that would look like if you sort of came out in 2021, a newer version of you, a, mm-hmm. a slightly improved Maybe oh, I, I keep hoping for more memory. <laughs> uh, you know, Isaiah 43, verses 18, 19, uh, some powerful verses to me. Uh, God says, do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And I love that that whole concept of behold, look, I'm going to do something new. Yeah. Um, God delights in doing new things. And I think if you're truly following after God, you're going to be experiencing some new things. And I, but you know, I can tell you, I've been around Christians all my life and I'm around some folks that year in and year out, nothing really changes. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, every time that this person comes around, you know what to expect. It may not be bad, uh, but it's going to be what you've always gotten from them. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's something to be said for consistency, but, uh, <laughs> at the same time, is there nothing new? How can you follow this God who said, forget about the past? Behold, I'm going to do something new. How can you be following that God and then never have any new dimension to your life in any way? Uh, and so when you get to a new year, I just always tend to want to stop and take a little bit of inventory, maybe while you're off work or you're not going in on New Year's Day, maybe you had the week between Christmas and New Year's off, and um, you, you maybe you've just had a little bit of time, uh, pull away, get out your Bible, get out a pen and paper, and, and just prayerfully ask God, in what areas of my life do you want to do a new thing? Uh, and it may not be entirely different. It just might be a little bit of an upgrade. Uh, it just might be a tweak here or there, but... But the next time that your friends see you coming for coffee to join them, the next time people at church see you walking in the door, will they will they notice something different, better uh, about you? The way you conduct yourself, the way you talk, the way you look, the way you act. What will be different about you? And so I want to look at just four areas in particular. Of course, there's lots of areas uh, that you could do something new in, but uh, I'll just look at four. And And, of course, the first one is just your walk with God. You don't want to have the exact same walk with God in 2021 that you had in 2020. Uh, and and you may have had an awesome walk with God uh, last year. Yeah. But 
uh, with God, there's always something new that he can do. And so there are things that he will do that he will initiate in your life that you have no control over. You probably couldn't even imagine. But there are some things that you could do uh, to kind of help, uh, you know, take action where you can. And so um, I would say, in, for instance, in your in your walk with God, in your quiet times, um, maybe this is a year to get a different Bible translation. And I know for a lot of folks, that is just scandalous. <laughs> They've always used this translation. I'm not yeah. saying that you give it up. If you're a King James person, you may want to kind of hold on to that as your main study uh, Bible. But, uh, but you know, sometimes just get a, a, maybe a, a more modern translation that, that you can just read through and and perhaps you'll just, with a, maybe a little more modern language, you'll, you'll catch some things that you hadn't noticed before. Um, it, it may be just, uh, you know, you've got a modern translation, but this guy, it just has a, a different sound to it, a little fresher look. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you've used the same devotional book for some time and you love it. It speaks to you. You've got it all marked up. Maybe it's a Blackaby devotional book. And so then, you, of course, you, you want to keep using that. Well, but naturally. Um, but uh, even if it's a Blackaby devotional book, I think at some point, at least pull out a different one. Maybe you keep using the Blackaby one, but pull out <laughs> another one as well. Yeah. Uh, I tend to do that lately. Uh, I, I've come across various ones over the years, and uh, uh, and some I found in my dad's library that were tucked away in there, and I thought, I'm just going to use that this year along with other stuff just to get a different perspective from uh, one of the saints of old and uh, that can really uh, do a lot uh, some some uh, there are different bible reading plans where maybe you read maybe not the whole bible but you're going to really zero in on the psalms this year and uh, read some each day or maybe the prophets uh, uh, you know I'm not a big fan of just trying to race through the whole Bible, but uh, maybe you're going to do that. Just find a different plan than what you used last year. Don't just always do the same thing. Uh, it, it could be that you get a, you have a prayer journal, and but this year you're going to do something a little different. Maybe you always just prayed through the, over for the same missionaries, the same family members, and so on, the same government officials. And this year, uh, maybe th- th- you, you have some helps uh, that will help you pray differently for maybe people that you don't normally pray for, or maybe a different focus of prayer, uh, a different way of praying uh, that just charge, just changes it up. doesn't mean you have to do that for the rest. It's not a life sentence. It just means for this year, yeah. I'm just going to completely change maybe the way I even pray for people. And maybe now I'm going to, you know, pray through some scriptures for people or, uh, I'm going to ask God to do some different kinds of things than I normally ask him to do. Instead of just to God be with everybody and bless everybody, I'm going to pray very specifically these these things for for my loved ones. Uh, it may be scripture memory. Maybe you're not a big uh, fan of memorization, but this year you've got, you, you'd want to me- memorize maybe 20 verses and you're, and so you've got 20 index cards, and maybe there's a new way of doing it. Maybe you've got it uh, digital somehow you can listen to as you're driving just over and over again. But you're determined that before the year's out, you're going to have just committed some new scriptures to your memory. Uh, maybe you're going to get up earlier in the morning. You're going to really try this year. You, maybe you can't sustain it for the next decade, but for this year, you're going to just try having a quiet time earlier in the morning or uh, maybe in the evening at a certain point after before going to bed or 
uh, and there are lots of apps out there that uh, can give you a devotional thought on your phone every morning. They can put a scripture out there. They you, they can you can have they can read it to you so it's out loud. Lots of really creative apps out there now uh, that you could download and just look at what they have to offer. Uh, ask around, ask friends and colleagues what they're using, and uh, and just try something new this year. Uh, because you just want a fresh infusion into your your walk with God. And then a, a second thing is just uh, your health. And of course, there's lots uh, to be to, to say about that. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, this past year, 2020, I, I joined uh, a running club with my wife and my son, Daniel. And uh, the, the three of us, over the course of 2020, uh, the three of us t- combined ran 2,020 miles. And so, uh, and I'd never been in a writing club before. No one ever wanted me in their club before. <laughs> but when COVID hit last year, uh, I I had I had like 41 trips canceled. So I all of a sudden I was home a lot more, and I decided to join their club. And it, it really wasn't until probably the end of March that I joined their club. So I kind of had missed the first quarter almost. Uh, and so I had some catching up to do, but, uh, but I, I can, uh, uh, proudly tell you that in the course of 2020, I ended up running 600 miles, which, uh, for me is huge. You know, I can't believe that like 600 yeah. miles. I lost a little over 30 pounds. And, uh, I tell you what, it, you, I just felt way better. Um, uh, you know, I, and I, I was actually putting on, uh, some, uh, suit jackets and things that I had sort of put off to the side in my closet. Like, I'll take <laughs> the, a look at that one day. Uh, yeah, one day that's gonna won't be quite so snug. You know, those buttons will actually come together, and you'll be able to button it up again. Yeah. Uh, and so I'll tell you what you it. I, I felt like a new me. When you saw me coming into some places, I'm wearing a a blazer that I actually had had for a couple of years. I just hadn't ever worn it before. And so I do look different. Uh, I look slimmer. I've got different clothes. Uh, it's a new me. Uh, and, uh, and some of that's also just eating habits. Uh, you know, there's things that you, in going into 2021, my son, Daniel, for the last two years, he went on a junk food fast, if you will. He just, he just decided that for now, for two years, uh, he he just wouldn't eat any junk. He wouldn't go through any like drive-throughs and just eat a burger from a drive-through. Uh, and uh, uh, and so even when I would have stuff like someone uh, gave me a bag of uh, chicken biscuits, you know, from Chick Fil A. Well, those are divine experiences. And <laughs> and I so I brought some over to his house to say, hey, you know, do you and your boys want to have them while they're warm? And he his boys uh, wolfed them down, but he said, no, I'm on my my you know, second year of my junk food fast. And I didn't realize Chick-fil-A was considered junk food, but or yeah. fast, fast food, I should say. Yeah. Maybe junk's the wrong word, fast food. Uh, but you know well, what? That, that takes some, some willpower to, yeah. to, to decline a fresh chicken biscuit from Chick-fil-A. But, uh, but I'll tell you, you know, there's, and we live in the South, of course, and I know folks that carry some extra weight, but they just, and they, they'll eat salads at the salad bar and so on. But they they just can't quit drinking sweet tea, and yeah. that sweet tea that's just like mainlining sugar water right into your system. Yeah. And uh, you can eat all the salads you want, but you you your if your beverage of choice is sweet tea, you're going to always have some extra tonnage that you're carrying around. 
for sure. And so, you know, I, I know people that just say, I'm just not going to drink a, a soft drink this year. Um, you, if you drink, a, 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 and I'll be honest with you, we can get on this hobby horse, but like <laughs> to drink a regular Coke is craziness. You know, I mean, you just, there's so many studies that show you that mainlining sugar into your system is going to hurt your brain. It's going to hurt your a heart is going to hurt just so many things yeah. that to, to be doing that is craziness. Uh, I'll tell you just, and I mean, I, I don't, I, I, with I, very timidly, do I ever hold myself up as an example of healthy choices? But, <laughs> uh, but my wife and I both, and you as well, you like, uh, like, uh, like Perrier, like carbonated waters. Yeah. And I like that. And I don't know if, if carbonation is uh, there's health issues related to that but but what i like about it is it's it's got kick you know if you and you know because every time you come over to my office you can pull one out of the fridge yeah there's kick to it it, it's refreshing it's cold it has punch to it but but there's no calories and there's no aspartame and you know all the those kind of chemicals fake sugar stuff um, and so it's basically you're drinking water that's got this punch to it and, but there's no calories and all the additive kind of things. And so, um, I, I'll tell you, yeah, cause we've got a good, a, a good friend that loves his diet Cokes, Oh yeah. but there's a lot of studies to show the effects on your brain with all the, the additives and the fake sugars and so on. So this might just be a year where you decide, look, for a year. Uh, and so I'm just going to recommend find a healthy kind of uh, soda water, uh, whether it's a Perrier or something. I'm not sure if Perrier is the best version. I get a cheaper kind at, uh, at Kroger. But, uh, uh, but find something that does sort of quench your thirst but just isn't adding a bunch of sugars and, yeah. and additives into your system uh, by just the, you know, uh, the the cup load, and just see what that does to you. Because I I've known people that were yeah. like big uh, diet coke drinkers, and then their memory started kind of going on them, and they they were having all kinds of brain issues, and they just backed off of diet coke, and uh, and and all of a sudden they they started to clear up some for them, or mm. they just cut out just regular coke, and they dropped ten pounds uh, yeah. right away. And, and uh, well, the the great thing is it doesn't have to be dramatic. Like you don't have to. Yeah, necessarily cut out meat or bread or you know something like that, but you can. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not get too too wild here. <laughs> but there are, you know, I think one nice way to look at it is just what are some simpler, easier things that you can yeah. do, but you can sustain over a year. Yeah, and I think that's what Dan did with just fast food. You know, he yeah. thought. I mean, he's not they're not like they eat out a lot anyway. But to, and I think that's something you could say. You know what? Okay, I, I no sweet tea or no regular Coke this year. Uh, I'll, I'll find a substitute that still I can drink. Uh, you know, water is still like a a great uh, go to kind of source. Uh, I, I recommend it. I kind I know that they say it's better to drink at kind of room temperature. I like my beverages cold or hot. Yeah. Well, it was either coffee, or latte, or it's uh, or cold, but. Uh, but but find and like yeah you don't need a list of twenty things you're going to try to do yeah find one or two and then sustain those for an entire year yeah and I'll tell you what if you've not drunk uh, say regular Coke or sweet tea and and you've lost you lose twenty pounds over the course of this year just because you all that sugar is not in your system um, you're going to be glad that you made yeah. a, a tweak and if you if you make a, a one or two healthy choices every year 
that you can sustain for the whole yeah. year, uh, it adds up over time. And I'll bet by the end of the year, you're not really going to miss whatever it is that you Yeah. And when you, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you just have more energy, you're thinking sharp, you're going you're gonna to realize the benefits definitely outweighed uh, the sacrifice. Definitely. Well, let's take a quick break here and we'll uh, finish up the new things when we come back. Experiencing God has touched the lives of millions of people. We've recently developed this study into an online class that you can take with people from around the world. There is video content specific for this online class, along with a live stream Q&A with the Blackabees. Registration is open now for the next class, which runs from January 11th to April 4th. Register and find out more at blackaby.org slash online classes. Links will be in the show notes. Well, welcome back to the New Year, New You podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we're talking about new things and, and what that means for yourself, for your family, uh, for your health, for your walk with God. Um, we've got a couple more here before we wrap up. Yeah, and uh, because this is a leadership podcast, I think a third one would be, what new things can you add to your leadership, uh, I think that's your a great toolbox? Idea. Um, and you know, one thing, of course, is uh, maybe in the course of 2021, it wouldn't hurt you to schedule uh, a session or two with a leadership coach. Yeah. Uh, get with a, a coach, a professional, and let them give you a bit of a checkup uh, and, and see what issues perhaps are coming to the surface and, and then address, say, okay, uh, maybe in, in January, February, you, you get with a coach and you identify three issues that are harming your leadership, that they're just keeping you from being as effective as you should be. And then uh, come up with a plan over the course of the year to improve in those areas. Uh, I'll tell you, it's, it, it's, Get a, get a reading list of some of the, the best leadership books out there and yeah. uh, and maybe read one a month, read one a week. Um, my boys last year, I think they both uh, hit, I think, about 50, 52 books that they read over the course of the year. If you can read a, a book a week, you're doing very well. But even if you read a leadership book once a month, uh, you if you can sort of infuse 12 good, insightful books on leadership uh, into your leadership, your thinking over the course of the year. That's great. Uh, maybe there's a leadership podcast besides this one. I mean, it, it would be a step down, but, none, uh, but I'm know, sure they're out there. Uh, if you, if, once you've listened to us and you still got time on your hands, uh, there, you know, find, uh, some, some good, uh, leadership podcast to be listening to. Uh, and, and as I said earlier, focus, find some issues that you know you could improve on. Yeah. Uh, I know some leaders that just have done a sorry job, really, of identifying and developing other leaders in their organization. I know pastors who they do all the work. And I, and I see, especially in smaller churches, pastors that lead the singing, do the preaching, make the announcements, uh, pretty well do everything. And it's not that there aren't people there that could have been enlisted and equipped and trained, but uh, the pastor just did not, was not that, uh, giving much effort into identifying people and, and uh, recruiting and developing and encouraging and thanking them. And so they still are doing way too much of the work. And, uh, and there's business people as well that uh, they're still doing stuff that they could have delegated off to some uh, junior members and uh, some associates. But uh, and so maybe this is a year to say, I've, it's just time I got more serious about uh, developing other leaders in my organization. There's a lot of leaders who do a poor job of running meetings. Uh, meetings get started late. They don't have an agenda. They tend to wander. 
people dominate uh, the, 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 and hijack the conversations or, they, or you meet, but then you never seem to really get that follow through uh, to, uh, to action. And you might just say, you know what, this is a year I'm going to really get serious about running a tighter meeting, a more yeah. effective meeting. Maybe it's a stand-up meeting. Uh, where I, I'm better prepared, we, we, we get down to business right away, people know we're going to hit the ground running, and I'm going to expect results and follow through, uh, we'll have minutes, whatever. Uh, but, but I, we've got to do a better job of our meetings. Uh, some, for some leaders, they need to improve their public speaking. And we've had a, a couple of, uh, podcasts where we've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, but just getting in front of a group, maybe it's just, maybe it's just kind of giving a little five minute, uh, talk to your, your leadership team around the board table, or maybe it's calling all your staff together. Uh, maybe it's putting out memos. Uh, but you realize, you know, I, I put out a bunch of unnecessary information or it's very uninspiring the way it's facts, but it's not very uh, creative. Uh, there, there ought to be more creative ways of communicating with my staff and other mm -hmm. people. So um, maybe this year you just really give some time to that and you maybe you, you, you get a coach or you, you have someone video uh, a, a talk or two that you gave and you bring it to, to a professional and they break it down for you, and they help you see how you could improve. And, and every speaker develops bad habits, and it, for the best, most experienced ones, I, I, I speak for a living, and I'm I've always got stuff that creeps in, and I and I realize it even as I'm saying certain things. It's like, ah, why did I say that? That's <laughs> like that just diminished and took away from the yeah. whole thing I was trying to say. Uh, it happens to everybody, and so this might be a year to say I've I've let too much time go by where I let a yeah. lot of clutter develop in my public speaking, and I want to get crisper and more focused. And uh, and then maybe one last one is just maybe this is a year that you become better at customizing your thank yous. Uh, at Christmas time, uh, you know, it just passed, and uh, I've had. Uh, uh, that's that tends to be a time where people send gifts and Christmas cards and notes and and some yeah. people are very thoughtful in finding ways just to thank uh, people for the role they've had in their life and uh, and and I'm always a little inspired by some of the creativity people put into and uh, the way that they thank you you know and they'll send maybe a a gift here's a whole pancake uh, you know uh, breakfast uh, meal kit uh, hey thank you for doing this for me in this past year and yeah. uh, and and maybe as a leader uh, you realize I, I've, I should probably do a better job I'm, I've never been that great at that like uh, just not that creative in those kind of areas yeah, I, I never uh, got a pancake breakfast <laughs> oops <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll get my wife or I'll talk to other staff uh, I used to have an administrative assistant when I was running a seminary that was uh, good at that and uh, but if, if you're not creative at it then then get help find yeah. someone and 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 change it up you know it's I mean cash is always great but uh, there's creative ways as well to just recognize people's contributions and uh, and identify it and and let people know you're really appreciative of that especially when you I tell you when you work with volunteers yeah uh, and, and you're not giving them bonus checks 
then the way you creatively thank people is huge. And, yeah. and so that's something that's worth not just taking for granted, um, but working at. Well, you know, and I think like, like what we said with the, uh, with the health changes um, before the break, I think with, with changing your leadership, if you just say, I want to improve my leadership this year, that, that's overwhelming and you probably won't. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, hone in on one area, say, I'm going to be better at, at showing my gratitude for my team, that's something you can change. Yeah. If it's, yeah. I'm going to be a more succinct giver of speeches at work. Like that's something that you can change. Yeah. And and that's what's great about, about your list there is that you don't have to become an overall better leader, but you can change these small things yeah. that are specific, actionable, and over time uh, they do produce a better leader. And so I think that's that's encouraging to see. Yeah, and it's uh, it, leadership is a lifelong calling. It's, yeah. uh, you don't just get it all perfect right away. It's an ongoing process. And even the most experienced leaders, you know, we've shared before, I, I work with uh, some CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, and they've got uh, MBAs from some of the top leadership schools, and they have a huge staff. And a great track record, and yet they have a leadership coach, and yeah. they, they go to training like that I provide, and uh, they're they're still trying to grow and learn. And so, don't be hard on yourself, but just but identify again a handful of things and nail those handful of things down. And if you get those all done, then you can get another handful. But but yeah. don't try to change much more than a handful at a time. Yeah. And the last thing I would just throw out there, just for your consideration, would be. Uh, maybe there's some new uh, things in your relationships that could change. Um, and if I were God, and I'm sure you're glad I'm not, but if I were, <laughs> and I, I wanted to radically change something about your life, one of the perhaps the most straightforward ways I could do that would be just to introduce a new relationship into your life. Maybe give you a new friend, uh, a prayer partner, a colleague at work, somebody that would rub up against you and contribute different perspective to you, uh, maybe just an upbeat attitude, maybe a uh, some characteristic that they were really good at that you needed uh, to, to have in your life as well. And so I'm always kind of wondering, is there maybe a new relationship out there? Uh, sometimes it's not, you know, the kind of relationship that you're physically with all the time. It could be that you're listening to their podcasts or you're uh, someone that you just communicate with periodically, but uh, you're, you're getting your life next to them uh, in some kind of relationship form. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would encourage you to consider, is there a new relationship that for this year uh, would really add some value to your life and especially your leadership, that, there, that by being around them, you feel like uh, you could gain and grow as a leader? And then conversely, uh, now, this is going to really sound harsh, but uh, are there some relationships in your life that have grown stale that perhaps are even negative? Whenever yeah. you get around them, you come away more cynical, uh, more negative, <laughs> uh, maybe angry. I've got some people in my life I don't necessarily spend a lot of time around, but there's some that when I'm, I'm with them, it can put me in a bad mood. It can, <laughs> it can bring out some unchristlike thoughts uh, for me where I'm like, wow, you know, I, I don't like... Uh, what that person does to me. Uh, yeah. and do I really need to be around that person? Is there any value in that? Is, is there a calling is, or is it just a habit? I've just always had that relationship in my life. And, uh, 
maybe uh, part of having room in my life for a new relationship means I need to end some other ones or yeah. back away from some. And uh, part of maybe improving your life is just upgrading some of the people you're spending time with and right. getting rid of some negative ones. And I'll tell you, there's some people that, especially 2020, just made them quite cynical, quite negative, and very outspoken. There's some folks, every time you get around them, they want to wax eloquent about their views of politics or or COVID or other things. And you, at a certain point, it's like, okay, that's, that, that's fine, but like I'm kind of tired of just talking about the same things all the time. Yeah. And uh, and so maybe you need to be around some people who are going to talk about other things that are more uplifting to you, more transformative. And so, again, while we're early into this new year, uh, this is the time to consider that. And maybe there's someone in your church that's really upbeat, really positive, always smiling, and you and you don't know them very well, but you just think, you know what, I, every time I'm around that person, I feel charged up. I I feel encouraged, uh, and I, I think maybe that would be the kind of person maybe God wants me to spend some more time with this year. Maybe I need to go for coffee with them or just, just get to know them, or maybe our families can do something together. But uh, think about early on if there's not someone that God's put in your orbit that mm-hmm. he may have put them around your life for a reason, and there's something you can gain by spending more time around them. Well, that's great. Well, uh, the year is young, and we hope you all are able to make those positive changes as, as we try as well in our lives mm-hmm. uh, to make this the best year we've had. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners, so email us at podcast at blackv.org.